Hey, good people, how we doing? How we doing? So, for those of y'all that are returning, welcome. You know, we love to have you. Uh, for those of y'all who is your first time here uh, listening to Good Radio Live, my name is Kyle of Finding Good Times, and this is Good Radio Live. Um, this weekend, such a tragedy has uh, befallen this country, right? We lost an amazing woman in Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Um, full transparency, I had not been totally aware of who she, well, I knew who she was, obviously, but I, I, was, I wasn't that aware of the impact that she's had on this country um, in her lifetime. Uh, so very often what we do is we wait till people expire to explore who they really are and full transparency. I, 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 I knew who she was, but I didn't really, you know, pay her any attention that much, um, until being informed about how much she's given to this country by way of helping, uh, women out and, and, you know, all that she's done for the women's movement and, you know, I I choose not to get too political <laughs> on here because um, I am very vocal about certain things. And um, that's not what we're doing here. But what I did want to talk about is the power of life, right? The power of um, realizing that we all have something to give and realizing that. I was doing an interview yesterday uh, with my friend Camilla and she said, I I was using the Oprah term, the aha moment, and she kind of flipped it. She said um, when she was seeing these different people traveling and spending months abroad and doing all these things, she had an oh wait moment, like an oh wait, I can do this. Oh wait, that can be me. Oh wait. I don't have to be living on a, a, a level, a conventional type of level, an oh wait moment. And that kind of was very shifting and very, very revolutionary for me last night hearing that because so many times we get stuck in this kind of box of thinking that's them. And I'm me like it, it almost we almost elevate people to this level of superhumanity where um, we trick ourselves out of thinking that we can do revolutionary and evolutionary things as well. Right. We kind of uh, give people these superpowers to excuse us from doing anything spectacular or impactful or world shifting or world changing. A lot of times when I tell people, yo, you're going to change the world. I could tell them that a thousand times, but until they believe it, they won't make that impact. A lot of times we'll say, I'll say, yo, you know, you have something really special. You have a light in you. You should, you know, use your voice. You should use your talent. You should use your power. You should use this. But until you realize that, until you realize that you have a superpower, I can say it a thousand times, it won't matter. It won't matter for anything. And, and a lot of times what we do is we look at these figures and we forget that they're everyday people just like us. The difference is they had an oh wait moment. 
The difference is they had a moment where they said to themselves, I can do more with my time. I can do more with my life. I can do more with my energy. I can do more with my effort. I can do more with my influence. I can do more with my money. I can do more with my power. I can do more with my connections. I can do more with whatever that I have in my hand. And this is the thing. You don't need to have a lot in your hand to make it powerful and make it impactful. It could be a rod and a staff and and it could be something that leads millions of people to freedom, right? It could be a voice, right? You could be blessed with an eloquent way of speaking, or you could be blessed with physical pulchritude, or you could be blessed with having skilled hands. You could be a great artist. You could be a great writer. You could be a great singer. You could be a a, a mathematician. You could be super amazing with computers. You could be a, a, a person that retains facts really well. Anything that you're handed in life, because we're all handed something. It could be your resolve, right? It could be your 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 ability to not take no for an answer. Anything that we have can be our superpower. That's why when I tell people, yo, this is your superpower, and they kind of write it off, or they or they downplay it, or they don't take heed to it. It's kind of heartbreaking, right? When people acquiesce to being, for lack of better words, normal. And it's nothing wrong with with wanting to just live your life and not want to be up in front of the camera and and all that stuff. That's not that's not what I'm saying when I say a superpower. What I say, what I mean when I say a superpower, I mean something that can save other people's lives. Right. It's a superpower if you share your story with a young girl and and stop her uh, from from taking abuse. It's a superpower if you if you uh, reach out to a young man that you think is going the wrong way. And, and, and what you say in his life and the guidance that you give him keeps him from going that bad way. You've just committed a, a super act. You save someone's life. You save probably countless lives in those scenarios. It's that Clark Kent going into the phone booth and taking off the the work clothes. The problem is a lot of people don't accept that. The problem is a lot of people don't want to hear that. The reason is it takes a lot to be a hero. It takes a lot to remove yourself from the, from the, the, and I just got to say it from the selfishness of yourself and from the self-centric nature of your of ourselves and say, I'm going to do what it takes to create some real change because it's not easy. You think Ruth Bader Ginsburg had an easy life, right? She probably got a, a bunch of death threats and a bunch of people that hated what she stood for and hated who she was because she was fighting for what she stood for. And fighting for what she believed in. It's a hard life to, to take up the mantle of being a hero. It's a hard life to take up the mantle of being someone that is going to affect change in someone's life. No matter how big or how small you the, the change is that you affect. It takes guts. It takes courage to stand up and stand out. 
when the world tells us, sit down, be humble, <laughs> like the Kendrick song, right? Be humble, sit down, be quiet, shut up, be in your little corner, live your little life, go to go to, go to to your little job, eat your little crumpet and tea, and then, I don't know who eats crumpet and tea for, but go eat your little snack, and then go back to work, and then go home, get a drink before you go home, go home, and then just repeat the routine day in and day out until your retirement comes, right? And look, there's nothing wrong with people who say, I don't want to, I, I just want to, whatever. I just want to work and I don't want to, but we have to realize that there is more. We have to realize that what we go through on a daily basis, what we struggle with on a daily basis, who we who we come into contact with on a daily basis is for a reason. You're not just nebulous, nebulously floating out here in the in the cosmos and just happen to be where you are i don't believe so i believe everything is for a purpose so if you are at that job or if you are at that factory or if you are at that mill or if you are at that office or if you are behind that computer if you are wherever you have the opportunity to change somebody's life you have the opportunity to be someone's champion you have the opportunity to be somebody's superhero you have the opportunity to speak life into somebody. You know how many people, sadly, you know how many people are waiting for some hope? You know how many people are waiting for someone who who can step out of the norm? Because the norm is this, and I'm sad to say it, but it really is. The norm is people are just so negative. <laughs> I, I'm... I'm and it's not even because I've removed myself from a lot of people that have these negative outlooks on things, but it even seeps into the people who want to be positive because it always seems like if you're being positive, you have an agenda, right? When you talk to people who have always been around negative people, when you, when, when they're around someone who genuinely wants to like, just be positive all the time, it seems like that positive person has an agenda. Oh, well, what do you want from me? Oh, well, what, what, what's, what's, what's the catch? What do I have to give you? What do I have to do? What do I have to this and that? And it makes their positivity seem malevolent. It makes their positivity seem like a like a game like a and it's I, i'll tell you what i'll be honest with you i've been uh insulted many a times and i use that word carefully because some people say oh kyle i don't mean to offend you you can't offend me baby girl or baby boy i i, I i've been talking and been loud and been uh vocal for a very long time and i've said some very crazy things and have people say very crazy things back to me you can't offend me if you try but in terms of um having people I, I i do feel insulted when i try to do something super positive and it's seen through the lens of something malevolent or something egregious or or i have a, a an ulterior motive right i had a girl ask me i had a girl say and i had to I had to cut a cut the thing right like no no more ties right um i was trying to genuinely speak life into like you know say yo i know 
what you're going through. I had a similar bout with substances. I had a similar bout with whatever, whatever. Yo, if you ever need anything, holler at me. Let's talk. Let's do whatever, whatever. As I do to many a folk, right? Check my DM. I have voice notes up the wazoo. I have you know, long messages like this up to Wazoo, four or five o'clock in the morning. Just, yo, you got it. You you could do this, blah, 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 blah. And, to, and what ended up happening, not to give too much detail about it because she's not even worth whatever, but she, she's not worth bringing it up in, in that light. But um, just for the point, um, she said something to the effect of, and I won't share the exact thing, but something to the effect of, um, Thank you for being nice, but I'm not going to sleep with you. And, it, and it, it really bugged me. It really hurt me because it's like, is this where the culture is right now? Is this where, is this the ethos of the time? Is this the zeitgeist of the time where it's like, in order to have something done, something good done for you, there needs to be a sexual trade. It's very hurtful. In order for, like, in order for me to be nice, I have to have a sexual kind of. And then it like I I didn't I didn't want to go all into the racial connotations of it and and you know things of that nature because there that is an undertone as well. Um, but yeah, I'm not going to go there. I, I was going to go there, but again, I don't want to get political. That That's not what we hear. We could, we, I'll find a space for that, but not right now. Um, and it's irking me cause I really want to go there and, and I won't, but <laughs> I, I, I think that it's sad where we, where we are in a space Right. Where everything is boiled down to. And not even just sex, but like like anything, it's like I I shouldn't have to barter. Being nice. Like you should just want to speak life into people, at least how I think you should just want to speak life into people. You should just want to speak love into people like it's 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 a very bizarre thing for me. And I and I understand it exactly. So, but but even outside of just transactional relationships, it's almost like why do you? Why is being loving and being kind not normal? Like if anything, like we're we're running around saying we should normalize this and normalize that. If anything, we should normalize loving people for no reason at all. We should normalize like. Just being good to people for no reason and accepting love and accepting, no pun intended, goodness for no reason. Right? Like, it's, it's, it's a, a, here's another example, right? And Mariana, you know, you, you in Brooklyn, right? Us Brooklyn folk. I think maybe, maybe Mona's from Brooklyn too. I don't know. Maybe. But if, if so, then you know too. Um, how you know we walk down the block in the morning good morning and they're looking at you like what you say good morning for 
right? It's like, I shouldn't have a reason. There shouldn't be a, a an ulterior motive for me saying good morning. It's just a nice thing to do. It's the polite thing to do. It's the kind thing to do, right? I feel like we're in a in a in a state right now where people want to be active and people want to be um impactful but I think that kind of mindset of of altruism doesn't exist and no one does anything for no reason um pushes people sometimes to do impactful things, but in hurtful ways. I said this before. I said, if the heart isn't right, then, then the action, the, the, the dirt on dirty hands, you can't clean with dirty hands. Cause you're going to just spread that dirt, right? If the heart isn't right. And if you don't believe that, that you can, if you don't believe that you can receive goodness without that person having an ulterior motive, then you, in some logic, must believe that you can't give goodness without an ulterior motive. And if that's the case, then everything that you try to do that's quote unquote good probably has an ulterior motive behind it, right? Like, so this is why when I, when, you know, I'll touch on it a little bit politically a little bit when i saw people putting up all of these social justice things on the story and going you know 50 stories deep with social justice things i kind of looked a little bit skeptically and i said hmm hmm because these are the same people that have negative lenses for everything else. So in my logic, you can't have a negative lens for everything else. And then one thing, <laughs> your whole heart type kind of kind of changes for one thing and then everything else. You can't be a You can't be a duck for 23 hours of the day and be a wolf for one. Right. You can't change who you are and what you do all day. Am I, I, I think I'm, I think I'm, uh, maybe, maybe you can. I don't, I don't think that's possible. I don't think that it's possible to put up all this negative stuff all day and, and be a negative person all day and then kind of switch, turn it on and turn it off. But the, that's. It's neither here nor there. Let's get back to, to our uh, Ruth Bader. Be a superhero, right? Be a person that is going to push beyond what you think that you can do in that moment. Everybody starts as a normal person, right? Unless you are uh, a person Hold on, I want to respond to this. Mariana said, um, it's important to remember that social media is just a curated slice of someone's life. It is, but this is the thing. If you are going to, um, and what we saw a lot is the policing of other people. Oh, you didn't put up a black box. Oh, you didn't post five times about 
Black Lives Matter. Oh, you didn't you didn't put up a video about this social justice thing. Oh, you still play Tory Lanes or whoever else. You're an awful person. So in that lens, right? How can you? It's it's it it becomes deeper than a curated slice of your of someone's life, right? It becomes you try when when you tell other people what to do. Right. Like I always say on here, I say I got to say it to myself first before I tell anybody what to do. I got to clear it, make sure that I'm put to, to the fire first. Right. It's kind of weird for people to, to. You know, to have this thing where it's like, oh, no, this is just on social media, but it's really not. It's really like. For 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 me, it's real life. Right. When when I ask my white friends to post this because their voices can reach places and communities where I where my voice can't that was me being real that's like my real life because they have real political connections and real you know Mariana we went to school with them they have real people in that so it's it, it I think it needs to be a it needs to be aligned or that or it becomes a lie right it becomes a prevarication it becomes like but don't excuse yourself from from being uh, a superhero. It's gonna be hard. It's gonna be hard. You have, like I just said, you have you're gonna have people thinking that you were out here for alternative motives. And I had I had to tell homegirl, you ain't my type. <laughs> I told, and and I was so re- refined and so respectful, which I was in. I was just fresh with this whole finding good times thing. And I wasn't really, you know, as seasoned and I wasn't studying and I wasn't doing all this stuff. So it was very good on me for not going off, but you're going to have people like that. You're going to have people come against you. You know how many old friends like ask me, yo, Kyle, what are you doing? Why don't you, what, what are you doing? Who's, who are you talking to? Why are you talking to these people? Why are you doing this? What, what are you, are you insane? Like, what, what are you, no one's listening. No one's watching. No one's whatever, whatever. And I'll tell you this. Somebody told me, um, the other day, they said, I see what you're doing, but you need to like, you need to do more crazy things because like the engagement isn't there. I said, oh man, yeah. You know, and, and I'm looking at one of my one of my old friends and he's his engagement is coming up crazy now. And I'm just like, oh, wow, that's cool. It's, you know, but he's doing all of these things to get that. And I'm like, wow, I got to come up with that gimmick. I got to come up with that, you know, thing. And then I then I get a DM from someone and uh, she's she's, you know, just telling me how much I've helped. And I said, that's it. That's it. Because if it's just for the likes and if it's, I get it, you want to expand and you want to do bigger and you want to reach more people, but I could reach 10,000 people and just be whatever, not add any value. But the fact that someone will take their time out to say, yo, you saved me from this and this and this, that's it. Or yo, you inspire me to do this and this and this, or you help me with this and this and this. That's that superhero talk. It doesn't have to be. You don't got to be sitting up on the Supreme Court judge. You don't have to be uh, the mayor of your town. You don't have to be 
you know, in a big position. But if you touch one per- person, you never know what that person will do and who that person will touch and where that person will go and where that light will travel to and how virally that light will spread. I think that the only thing I I would say that the only thing that keeps people from from doing their 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 best is that it gets corrupted and I listen I'll tell you this some nights I'm sitting here and I'm like, wow, I put in all this work for <laughs> like the, the video. I put up this yoga video. Uh, y'all should go check it out if you do yoga. Put up the yoga video. It had such bad engagement. And I spent probably like 12 hours cutting that bad boy up and editing it and color grading it and dealing with the girl that that's, you know, on it. And it was just a whole long process. And it's like, Dad, Jim, that's all of that for this. But what you have to real, what I had to tell myself is, and I always say, whether there's four people in the room or 40 or 40,000, I have to give all that I have. I have to, I have to master the little things before I get to the big things. You have to see, I, I think a lot of times people want to be Ruth, Gator, Ruth Bader Ginsburg right out the box. I think a lot of times people want to be whoever, Jay-Z, right out the box. People want to be Michelle, whoever else, Michelle, whoever else inspirational character you could think of right out the box. But they don't want to go through the process of the little, the little things, the tedious things, the the thing, the the developmental things, the things that build your character. See, you can get. Yeah, it takes work to get into the room. Your your gifts, your talents, your abilities can get you into the room. But what keeps you there is that character. And that character is not given to you. That character is etched. By going through things and putting in all the work to to figure things out. To see, see, because if you're handed everything, and this is what I had to tell myself, and it kind of, you know, stuck with me. If you if if I was handed this, right, and if I was handed a platform where every time I hopped on live, ten thousand people came up, or every time I put out a video, all the the engagement was super crazy and and we were just there overnight. I would not have the the aptitude of character for what's going to come in the future, right? If I rested my success on immediate success, I wouldn't know what to do in the future if there's a problem that comes up. Well, I wouldn't know what to do in the future if there is a situation or if there is a dip or if there is, see all the things when we deal with uh, the the trenches, when we get into the trenches, that's when we learn the character needed to grow. When we can say to ourselves, yo, I'm I'm gonna humble myself enough to learn the little bits. 
I'm going to humble myself enough to learn how to master a crowd of four people. I'm going to learn enough so that I could speak to a room of four people so that I could ready myself for 40 people. So that I could ready myself for 400 people. So I could ready myself for 300 people or 3,000 people or 30,000 people or whatever have you. It takes that 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 grit of saying, I'm going to show up even if it's only me in the room. I'm going to show up if it's only if I'm if it feels like I'm talking to myself. I'm going to show up if it feels like everything else is falling apart. I'm going to show up if it feels like I'm doing all of this work for for no reason. I'm going to show up even if it feels like I am just standing still running in place, but not going anywhere. I'm going to keep on showing up because I have the faith to know that I'm not doing this for no reason. I have the faith to know that if I keep going, if I keep pushing, if I keep doing, it might not happen tomorrow, it might not happen next week, it might not happen next month, but it is going to happen. And all the while, that that one person that is that DMs me, that one group of people that DM me, that one little thing that DMs me, it you we affect people along the way and we impact people along the way and that's what it's all about. Purpose is never personal. All the numbers, all of the statistics, all the metrics, all of the all of that stuff, that's personal. That's 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 personal stuff. That's ego stuff. That's me wanting to say, oh, I got a bunch of followers, I got a bunch of likes, I got a bunch of this, I got a bunch of I'm I'm on the Supreme Court. I'm you know, people who want to be big time, oh I'm a I'm a billionaire, I'm this, I'm that. That's fine, that's cool. And and you should want to be as big as you possibly can. But that's all personal stuff. The not personal part is how many people did you actually affect? How many people did you actually say something to that clicked and that said, oh, wow, okay. Had it had that, oh, wait moment. Had that, oh, wait moment. And and someone said this, said that to me a while ago about mastering the little things. I was going to make a meme out of it, but it doesn't look good in meme form. But they said, until you master the dot, you can't master a lot. How how do you expect to cook a to for someone to trust you with cooking a dinner if you can't handle preparing a lunch? Right? So it goes back to we want to pop out and be these amazingly big and impactful people, but we forget that it takes a, a lot of it takes a lot of a lot. It takes a lot of those dots fitting together to to occupy that space. And I I'm telling you, I have met some amazing people through doing this that are doing great things. Some of them want to be big and and want to be powerful and want to have a big platform and want to get all the money and get all the followers and I have no problem with that. I have no fault with that. I want to help them do it. Right? I meet some people that don't want to do that at all, that want to be totally in the background, but want to still help people and still uh, uh, impact people's lives with whatever they do. And I love that even. I love that as well. If, if, if you like it, I love it. Right. But what I what I the light that I see in these people that I want to work with is the common thread is it's not about me. It's about other people. It's not about me. It's about 
saving that life, helping that life, growing that life, illuminating that life. It's not about me. That's why as time goes on, y'all are going to see less of me in on this platform. And if I could show y'all this, the, the wall that I have here, y'all see less of me on this platform and, and more of other people. I have a, a wall every day of what I have to do and what I have to complete. And as time goes on, I don't know if Nicole is still here, but it, Nicole is still here. Yeah. As time, Nicole's on the, on the thing and, and there's some other names on there. And if y'all saw the, the yoga thing that comes out every Friday, um, that's up there. And, and every day is this kind of schedule of what I have to do. And it's growing less and less for uh, about me. Less and less about me because that's what that's what it's about. It's not about me, right? A lot of times, what we'll do is we'll focus so much on us. Again, and I know I talk about this a lot, but it, it irks me because we live in this meme culture where it's like, focus on you, boo. Don't get the world. They, they don't. You don't got to give them anything. You don't just it's supposed to be selfish. It's supposed to be about you. It's supposed to be all about you all the time. All about you. Self-centric. Live your life. Live the, the, the. But that's antithetical to what I believe. Right. Every day, literally, as, as Nicole knows, every day I wake up and I'm literally I'll show y'all that I can show y'all that. Well, I'm not going to show y'all, but I could show y'all the the end of the day list that I have of what I owe the, the company, what I owe finding good times. Right. And 80 percent of it is not my content. 80 percent of it is from somebody else and not for somebody else in terms of content that I'm going to put up. It's for somebody else for their personal stuff that I have no gain from i'm not making no money off of it i'm not charging no money for it it's just that i see a light in them that i see a love in them that i see something in them that that i'm like oh i want to help them out because that's what it's about it's not about us sitting up and saying how can i puff myself up it's not about us sitting up and saying how can i make myself bigger how can i uh, self-aggrandize my own uh, capabilities and my own talents. What are you doing? What are you using your talents for in terms of helping other people? What are you using your talents and your gifts and abilities for in terms of helping other, other, other lives? What, how are you helping other people reach their goals and face their fears? How are you sharing other people's stories? How are you understanding other people? Because for the life of me, I'm telling you, I sit here and I see people. And like I said earlier, it's so easy to, it's so easy to quote unquote, get on. Oh, that's funny. Carter's here. And we were talking about, uh, we, we talked about you on the episode, Mariana. Remember we talked about Carter. Anyway, um, it's so easy for people to get on doing nonsense. It's so easy for people to get on doing just the most frivolous, lascivious, like salacious, crazy, gossipy nonsense, right? But see, and, and it goes back to the culture that we're in where people don't want to really hear 
quote unquote positivity, especially how, how I tend to give it out because it's not, oh yeah, everything's going to be great. It's going to be, yo, you can, you, you got to work for this. You have to work for this. Like I was, I was telling someone the other day, I said, look, it, this past six months was not easy. This, this past six months was was not. <laughs> he said I was an a hole kid. <laughs> uh, th- this past six months was not easy, and and I would never tell anyone that it was. I would never say something like, "Oh, just stop drinking," or "Oh, just stop doing this," or "Oh, just stop." It wasn't easy, and I think a lot of times people give positivity on that platter of it's easy. You just do this. Nah. There are times that weekends, Friday, Saturdays that I sit in this room and I dag on there pacing a hole into the floor, trying to keep myself from going back. But I know in my head, I think in my head, Oh wow. What would happen if um, I slip up and somebody who I'm working with, or somebody who is, you know, one of those people who DM me like, yo, I love what you're doing. You, you're, you're helping me out. You're inspiring me. What if I slip up and I go back to who I was, even for one night? It kills six months of the process. It kills who I fashioned myself to be. And it was a painful thing. And this is the thing. I, I was I forget what I was watching at. I'm not gonna go too much longer, but I, I forget what I was watching at. Um it was on Instagram somewhere, but they said this a statistic only one to two percent of people remain sober. Like the like the rate of relapse is that high. Now the normal, the average person would freak out and say, oh, wow, okay, maybe I, maybe this is just a break <laughs> or maybe this is, you know, not, oh my goodness, I can't do this. What the, and as we said earlier about going in the trenches and starting with the little things and, and, and working yourself up and building that character, Right. This past six months, really building the character, really doing the self-work and and getting down to the nitty gritty and say, he said, that's too high. One, two percent probably. Hey, man, this relapses. It said relapses is a dangerous thing. Look, building the character that I've built, building the, the going through all the stuff the past six months. When I saw that, that statistic. Only one to two percent of people remain sober after quitting. I said this. I could be a part of that one to two percent without has like I woke up this morning and I recollected that. And I said. The old the old Kyle wouldn't have done that. Because it when you go through the process of something right when it's not. And I told someone this uh, yesterday, last night. We were talking about sobriety and I told her, maybe it's not your time because you have to be, you have to, uh, yes, sir. I am six months, baby. Um, you have to be ready for it. You have to be ready for it. You have to know that what you stand to lose 
is real. And what you, what, not only that, but what you stand to gain is real. When I looked at that meme or that piece of information, I don't know if it's a meme, but when I look back in, at that, when I saw that and I said, I could be a part of that one to 2%, what clicked in this, what clicked in my mind this morning, and I'm not just trying to talk about myself to say, oh, I'm bad, I'm big, I'm bold. I'm trying to say this to, because there's somebody out there that is, is thinking that they can't be a part of that one to two percent they they can't be that next ruth Bader ginsburg or they can't be the next whoever else you want to say that's impactful and and has uh it's a part of that quote-unquote elite group of of influential people whatever you want to do whether you want to be a restaurateur carter or whether you want to be an artist mariana or you want to be a fitness person um um uh nicole right i'm talking to the people who Look, when I saw that meme and I said, yo, I could be a part of the one, two percent. You know what that said inside of me? That whether we're talking about money, whether we're talking about this Instagram thing, whether we're talking about brand building, whether we're talking about any and everything. That confirms in me that if I really want to do something, I'm going to do it. One to two percent. What's that supposed to be a block? What's that supposed to be discouragement? What's that supposed to be, a, a, a gate? What's that supposed to be, a, a like, a an access denied? Nah, for me, that means I'm just going to, okay, cool. That might be the rule for them, but it's maybe I'm 1% to 2% or, or maybe it doesn't apply to me, but I'm getting there. You're not stopping me, statistic. You're not stopping me, negativity. You're not stopping me, person that's... Yo, you you still on that? Yo, bro, you know you missed all the girls tonight, bro. You know you you need to come out. Yo, bro, we've been going to this route. We've been da 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 da. Yo, you know what's the face was at the party? You should have seen her. She bad. Yo, yo, you still not on that? You still you know I got a little bit of you. You trying to grow through? Nah. No. <laughs> no. When you and this is the thing. When you win at one thing, that's why uh, uh, I forget who the speaker is, Nightingale. Um, if you ever listen to Nightingale, a guy on YouTube that has the deep voice talking about winning and positivity. When when you uh, when you have a person who is a quote unquote a winner, E.T. the hip hop preacher also talks about this. Winners win. The reason for this, I believe, is. When you see that process work for you and you see that system work for you once, you get that confidence and you know, I could I could duplicate it over here. It might be a little bit harder over here. It might be a little bit easier over there. It might take a little bit more finesse over there. I might have to talk to different type of people over there. But if I won right here, I could win over there. No question asked. If I did this, if I beat this, if I got past this, if I if I got through this, if I got through this, I could get through anything. Talk about Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Imagine how many people wanted her dead before she was in this state, before she had the cancer, before she when she, just because she was fighting for what she believed in. And I don't want to be I don't want to be like I was the the biggest, you know, I, I had no Ruth Bader Ginsburg T-shirts. I'm just talking about it because she was an extraordinary person, just like anybody else could be. Because she decided I am not going to let what I see right here 
stop me from being where I know I need to be to affect who I know I need to affect, to impact who I know I need to impact. I don't care if it's five people. I don't care if it's 50 people, 50,000 people. I know that what I'm doing is for a reason because I know whether whether I'm touching one person right now or whether I'm touching a person that's going to listen back on IGTV, somebody's getting touched by this. Somebody's going to come out of what they're what they're going through by listening to this. Because if you didn't know me, if Carter's still in the room, uh, you Carter saw me when I was going through my stuff. Crazy time. Crazy time. And for that person, that that version of me to have existed and survived means that this person right here has something to do. I had to exist. That person had to... And this is when you're in the midst of for, for the people who are in the midst of the storm. I put up that thing this, this morning about just being in the midst of the storm and saying, Lord, I love you. I trust you in the midst of the storm. You're not quite out yet. You don't see the, the end coming. You too far into it to go and run back. The reason that you're still surviving is because you have something to do. I look back on the nights that I was wandering around downtown Brooklyn like a like a like a zombie. I look back at the nights where I was up in these bars and these and these places and thinking that I was being charming and thinking I was being funny and thinking I was being cool. And I was just being obnoxious, just being the most disrespectful, talking out of my face, doing weird, crazy nonsense. I would I would never want to be around the person who I was. At those bars, Carter, you know, I would never want to be around that person. But that person had to exist to bring about this guy. So wherever you're at in your storm, that storm had to exist. The person that you are, who you are in that storm has to exist to bring about who is going to exist after you get out from that storm. You have to go through that. It's getting in the trenches. That's what's going to build your character. That's what's going to build your resolve. That's what's going to build your willpower to say, I can still keep going. I don't care who's going to be against me. I'm still going to keep going. I'm still going to keep growing. I'm still going to keep living because I have something to do. I have something to do bigger than my discomfort. I have something to do bigger than my want to go back. I have something to do. I have something to do bigger than anything that is in my way. And just like I have something to do, just like I'm here and I'm and I'm saying this and and and, and getting up every day and, and building this brand little by little, I believe in especially the people in this room right now, I believe in each and every one of y'all. Each and every single one. There's not a single person in this room right now that I don't know and don't really believe in. And the people who are going to look at this on IGTV, I believe in you as well. Even if I don't know your face or even if I don't know your name, I see the light in you. And, and as I always end these lives, I'll end it like this. I love you. There's a different type of love. There's a love called agape love, A-G-A-P-E. There's an unconditional love. It means no matter what you did, where you did it, who you did it to, why you did it, 
how you did it, I still love you. No matter if that thing was good or bad, no matter if you got a lot of money, no matter if you're broke, no matter if you if you if you look like <laughs> Tyra Banks or you don't. No matter no matter if you are and whoever you are, I love you because I see a light in you. It's a God level love. It doesn't change. You could put a shade over a light. You could even cut the light off, but the light still exists. It just needs to be reilluminated. And I see the light in you. I see the light in you because someone saw the light in me when I was back acting crazy. I see the light in you because I knew that there was still a light, even through all the darkness. I knew that there was something still there, even when everything in my situation said, yo, this is over. You, you done messed your whole life up. I knew that there was a light even when I looked around every night or or rather every morning when I got home and said, this can't be life. I can't keep living this way. I still I saw a light there. I saw a light there that changed. When I finally accepted. That I needed to. The light that was dim or the light that was flickering or the light that had always that that had almost went out and extinguished. It changed. When I said I need the I, I can't be the same and I have to trust. Listen, I'm not no sober coach. I don't tell nobody that they should stop drinking. If you can handle that, you go do you. It, I, I had a bunch of fun when I was doing it. It wasn't healthy and it wasn't real fun. But I had a. I thought my mind was telling me I was having a bunch of fun. I would never tell anybody to get sober. What I will say is this. Whatever you do day in and day out, you have to leave. You're, you, all are, you are always leaving something behind. You are always leaving a legacy. From every conversation you have, from every night you have, what you do in the daytime, your career, your job, your relationship, your your past, your future, your present. It's all going to leave something behind. What do you want to leave behind? When you leave a room, what do you want to leave behind? Do you want to leave behind an attitude of, Oh, I'm glad that that dude gone. <laughs> Do you want to leave behind? Wow, that that was really an impactful thing that that the conversation that went on. Do you want to take something from the room that only you possess? So the room is saying, oh, I can't wait till that person comes back. What do you want to give to your kids? And I'm not talking about just money. I'm not talking about just material things. In terms of character, what do you want to show them? What do you want to leave to give to your spouse, give to the people who you just meet on a just average random day? That's what it's about. Purpose written on the written on the wall, written on the wall. Purpose is never personal. We are always giving something to somebody. We are always giving something away of our energy. And we decide if that's positive or not. So when I get on here and and tell whoever you know, what is Kyle doing over there? Kyle is saying that if I could touch one person with this and that person could touch two people 
And those two people could touch. Y'all know how, how exponential growth works. Because I know how it feels when the light comes back on. I know how it feels to be in a room full of darkness for, for, for months and months and years and years and that light come back on. I know the power of that and the love that you feel coursing through your body when that light comes back. And if I could do that for anybody, that's my mission. If we could do that for anybody, that is some powerful stuff right there. So when you look at the life of, 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 of Ruth Bader Ginsburg, right? Or you look at the life of any of these people that we see passing away and we're mourning them, you know, Chadwick Boseman, look at the life of all of these people. When you look at them, don't see them as celebrities, see them as people that had stepped up. The, the people who do step up and use their celebrity for good, right? <laughs> you see them as people who stepped up and said, I'm going to be different because I want to change the world for the better. For people who were walking around. Majority of the people that Ruth Bader Ginsburg affected will never get the opportunity to tell her thank you on a personal level. Majority of the people that you affect in your life may not ever get the, the chance to tell you that you changed their life on a personal level. But you have to know that everything that you do, you are leaving something behind. Everything that you do. I love you. I thank you guys for being here. Good radio live every Sunday. It'll be up on Spotify. If you want to send it to someone that might spark their, their fire as well. I love y'all so much. I thank y'all for being here. I thank y'all for being a part of the, the, the growth of the brand and, and hold on tight because we going up. As I always end this, I'll end it like this. Think good, see good, do good, but most importantly, be good. Good night.